welcome to the Wednesday edition of the world-famous Chiggy Chegwire Radio Broadcast. We are coast to coast. We are border to border in this hour. Jillian Centennial. Centennial-a. Erwin Zucker is going to be here. Zucker. Like, and, uh, <laughs> he told me that earlier today on the phone. Antoinette Kurtz will join us as well. It'll be fun, fun for the whole family in our Wednesday edition. But, of course, being Wednesday, got ourselves a sponsor. By the way, did we... Did we save that, um... That last ad that I did? Did I... Did I save that thing? Or did I just not bother? I wonder if I did. I wonder if I did. I don't think I did. I didn't. I didn't save it. Okay, well then we'll redo it, I guess. That's fine. I'll redo it. I can give a fuck. Let's start at the back here. <coughs> Still trying to get over this freaking cold. We got a spot. We're going to see spot run. We're going to see another spot run. See the another spot run. <coughs> no cough button here, biatches. Okay, and there our next guest. So, good afternoon. How are you? Good. How are you? Is this James? This is James. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm here with Sarah Blackwood. Hi, James. Hey, how are you, my friend? Good. How are you? Pretty good, actually. If uh, give me a couple seconds here, and I'll get everything set up here, and we'll get off and run for the interview. You got it. Okay. Welcome back to the big broadcast. We are coast to coast and boulder to boulder on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, of course, 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world, iHeartRadio as well, and uh, we have got a great guest joining us on the telephone, and uh, go ahead and uh, give us a brief introduction on yourself, my friend. What's up, guys? Sarah from Walk Off the Earth here. Woo! Now, tell me a little bit about Walk Off the Earth. Well, we're a band. And we play music because we are a band. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. We like to make weird stuff, weird videos, and other weird stuff. And that's... The gist of it. That's in a nutshell. Yes, yes. Well, uh, the the website is walkofftheearth.com. Also, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter as well. Um, let's talk a little bit about your social media following. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Well, it's important because it's kind of the, the bloodline of what we do. 
So we, uh, yeah, we basically put our lives out into the world, on the internet, on all the social media sites, and we hope that people enjoy the art that we're creating and that we're putting out there, and it seems like people are stoked on it so far, so it's been working out for us. Yes. We're down with the social media. Well, you guys are, are doing some amazing, amazing things. Uh, t- tell me a little bit about how the band got started. Well, we are from the same town, and there was nothing to do in our town, so we all started playing music in separate you know, places. And then uh, we have a pretty big music scene here, so a lot of our bands were playing together. So like my old band would play with... Johnny and Marshall's band and, and all that. And then we just started to, like, say, oh, hey, cool, I like what you're doing. You're making cute little videos and whatever. Like, I want to do that. And we started this super band from all the other bands that we were playing in. We just kind of had this put a band together that we can be super creative and uh, ridiculous with. And we did. Awesome. Awesome. We have got a uh, great guest with us today that join us live here on our big broadcast. Of course, Walk Off the Earth, they're going to be part of a big 2019 world tour. They're going to be including stops at Red Rocks and also Wembley Arena. Uh, you guys are going to be going all over the place. Talk to us a little bit about some of the different places you're going and, and, and some, some of the different venues you're going to be playing. Yeah, there's a, there's a few landmark venues on this tour that we're really excited to play. But with that said, there's also a lot of other venues that we've either played or not played before that aren't landmark venues, and we're super stoked about all of it. We love playing live shows, so whenever we go out onto another a new tour, we change our live show up, and we just like to kind of go nuts when we're on stage. So that's what we're going to do. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So, um, you guys uh, putting this putting this tour together, um, you're literally going to play all over the planet. What 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 are some of the uh, more interesting stops that you're interested in uh, getting to, playing in front of, all that? Definitely Wembley is one of the that we're really 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 looking forward to. Red Rock, like you mentioned. Um, those are actually the two that I'm the most excited about doing. So that would be the top of my list. Um, yeah, we're going to Europe. Like, there's a lot of really amazing places that we're going to go and see some cool stuff, and we're going to just rock it on stage. So we really stay. We love, we love getting out there and seeing the world. So. Well, it is uh, definitely a... Uh a, a great b- uh, band. You guys have a, a really great brand as well. Um, tell me a little bit about where uh, where you see the band in, in 2019 and beyond. So, 2019, we're going to be releasing a ton of new original music along with releasing a shit ton of content. Like, we are in our studio house right now just working our butts off like coming up with ideas and putting together content and just like all the things that we have on our goal list we will not be satisfied until they're checked off so and that list grows every single day so we're just we're in the studio recording and writing and creating and coming up with ideas and filming and just doing stuff every single day and um 2019 is not going to be any different. If anything, it's going to be crazier because we're going to be touring the whole time. And 
it's just going to be a really insane, super fun, awesome year. Well, it is uh, definitely an interesting uh, band, interesting group. Now, before we let you go, if people want to uh, try to, uh, you know, listen to your music or they or they want to be involved with you guys as, as far as uh, getting a sample of your music before you do these dates, how do they do that exactly? Go on our any of our social media, Spotify, any, any streaming site that you use, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Tidal, like uh, Fantastic. And if you want to follow us day to day, like we do Instagram stories every single day too, so people can follow us on Instagram and Snapchat and just like watch what we do in our everyday life. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I appreciate the time and uh, good luck to you guys. And and hopefully, along the way in the uh, 2019, we can catch a live show, maybe do uh, an interview with you guys for the TV show when, when, when we're there. I appreciate it. Well, have yourself a happy holiday, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, my friend. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. There they go. Walk. Walking, walking to a break. Now, of course, 2019 is going to be a big, big year for Walk Off the Earth, so check out walkofftheearth.com. For more information, we got more coming up. Attention, this is a public notice from Citizens Disability. If you are one of the millions of Americans who are disabled and unable to work, you may be entitled to disability benefits from Social Security. Receiving benefits is your right if you suffer from a physical or mental disability. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied, Citizens Disability can help. You'll be given an advocate who will evaluate your situation, handle your application, and deal with Social Security. Best of all, there is no fee until you receive your benefits. We only get paid if you win your case. To get started with your free no-obligation consultation, call 800-504-1639. That's 800-504-1639. There are a vast number of conditions that can make you eligible for disability benefits, many that you may not be aware of. So if you're disabled and unable to work, Call Citizens Disability today. Again, that's 800-504-1639. 800-504-1639. That's Citizens Disability. 800-504-1639. At dollarseed.com, all of our seeds are only a dollar a pack. And we have online resources that teach you all about the rewarding hobby of growing your own plants, flowers, herbs, and vegetables. Imagine the joy you'll feel when your children actually help you harvest your first garden crop. Or the pride of knowing you'll never need a florist again. Visit dollarseed.com and grow a little magic of your own for just a dollar. dollarseed.com. 
What could be healthier? Who are you? Do you know your worth? Because you are the only one like you. Dress to impress and stand out in your community while engaging and elevating those around you. Be the cultural elevationist showcasing the fashionable beauty, which is you. You are the beauty at the heart of Alter Culture Boutique. That's culture with a K. Now embrace the evolution of you and show your beauty esteem to the world. Showcasing begins at www.alterculture.com. Again, that's culture with a K. Interchange Plus 0.42 and 0.08 cents. If our rate beats yours, go to lrl2.com to get out of the processing trap. Reap the benefits of next day funding instead of waiting for your money. Make a dollar or a million. You get the same rate. lrl2.com. Help if I turn the mic on. Welcome back to our world famous Chiggy Jaguar Radio Broadcast, coast to coast, and motor to motor on that tune in on the iTunes on Radio Love. We are making it happen today on our big program. Thanks for joining us. Of course, you join us each and every week on Talk America Live each and every weekend, the Sunday radio broadcast. Of course, also our good friends over there on the mix on Tuesdays. And JiggyJaguar.com. Our app is available. JiggyJaguar.com as well. 50 plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world and also iHeartRadio. Let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide before we get to our good friend, Mr. Erwin Zuka. And uh, he is going to chat with us today about all sorts of different things, so it'll be fun. You can earn money from your apartment, hotel, or unused spaces. List your property on PillowScanner.com for free. PillowScanner.com also offers free home exchange or home swap services among the hosts. Visit their website today and grab a free membership at no cost. Website is www.PillowScanner.com. That's PillowScanner.com. We'll spell it for you. P-I-L-L-O-W-S. C-A-N-N-E-R dot com. And tell them, you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. And uh, we are going to get to Irwin here in just a few moments. i got to save this ad so I can get freaking paid. I mean, um, save the ad. Uh... <laughs> Let's call Erwin, the great Erwin Zucca. Ah, Erwin Zucca! Erwin Zucca here. He told me earlier today that it's Erwin Zucker. Um, you know, it's Zucker. Like, um, <laughs> Like, mother... I don't know. We'll call her one. We're going to call him on the old Skipscape. It's Zucker, like... There's Erwin. How are you, sir? How are you doing? How are you? Good. Everything's under control. 
Well, everything's good. Everything's good on your end. Now, now, Irwin, there. Um, I have been wanting to have you. Uh, we we have been talking about this for a little bit about having you on the show and you you uh, you coming on and talking to us about all sorts of different things. But uh, the day has finally arrived. It's like Christmas. Uh, let's talk a little bit about you at age ninety one. Uh, you just don't. You just don't know when to quit, my friend, and uh, retire as a book publicist and enjoy the rest of your days. You work around the clock, uh, including weekends, as one of the nation's top literary publicists. I I, I talk to several folks uh, in the uh, in the PR industry, and every single time that your name gets brought up. They get a smile on their face. They know the name. They know how hard you work. Uh, in fact, the other day, I was uh, about a week ago, I was talking with a gentleman by the name of Richard Kurtz, who uh, does Strategies PR, and he was telling me, he goes, man, Erwin's getting up there in years. What is he, like 80 now? And I said, no, try 91. And he's like, oh, my God. He goes, he he works. He's a hard worker, man. Why do you keep doing all this? Well, first of all, uh, thanks for that wonderful eulogy. I, I appreciate the kind <laughs> words. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I don't know what the word uh, retire means, first of all. And secondly, uh, I don't like to count my my years, but everybody keeps reminding me. I know. Hey, you're over 90. I know. Yeah, I said, uh uh, I'm 91 and a quarter, maybe right now, yeah. because I'll be 92 in September 23rd of next year. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyhow, I just keep working around the clock because uh, to me, it's not work; it's fun. It's, we're, we're playing. We're, you know, I get up in the morning at six or six thirty, and I, I start uh, looking at my emails and I answer them naturally, and and I just think of having a fun day as much as I can, and I, I keep going around the clock, around the clock, and it's fun. <laughs> well, you know, I, I I know what you mean about the, the, you know, just having the age and having people remind you that there is a lot of people that are uh, so excited that I'm going to be 40 years old next year, and they keep going, oh, you're 39, you're going to be 40, and I'm like, I haven't ever really kept track of my age because it just didn't it didn't really bother me i didn't i don't really i don't really care how old i am and and so i hear you on the whole thing i i i can't stand people reminding me that i'm going to be 40 i can't i i don't even know what it's going to be like when i get to be your age and they start in with a well you know you're going to be 91 <laughs> next year <laughs> hey, hey, be nice to me. I'm twice your age. And there's an old saying that we used to have years ago, life begins at 40. Yes. Well, whether that's true yes. or not, I don't know. But I tell you, uh, I, I'd rather be young at 80 and 81 rather than be old at 30 or 40, because that's how some people are. They're old in their 30s and 40s, but I find a lot of people in their 70s and 80s and 90s, believe it or not, they're young, and a friend of mine is approaching uh, 100, and, uh, and another friend of mine just unfortunately passed away at the age of 102. I have another friend, an actor, who's uh, 103 years old, Jesus. and they, they keep going, you know? Yeah. You got a, you got a guy like uh, Kirk Douglas still out there. He's, he's God, how old well, is he at this well, point? 
Well, uh, we do the best we can. <laughs> we do the best we can with what we got. And uh, uh, your most precious thing is the health. Yes. And if you've got your health, you can keep going. But I know so many people, they, they, they give up at the age of 65 and they say, oh, I can, I can retire now. I can get Social Security. Uh, I don't have to work anymore. And they die the next year. <laughs> but, but that is a goal. That is a goal. Yes. Yes. But I, I, I think uh, uh, we've got to keep going as long as our health keeps going and um, uh, our family as well. And that, that's what we try to do. But we we got to get involved in things that interest us. Yes. That's the most important thing. Yes. And I happen to like uh, the book industry. Oh, I've you do, heard. my friend. I, yeah. I, I will have yeah. to say uh, that that is, that is one thing that uh, that we do share, uh, a love for the book industry. Now, um, you've supplied me with, with many, many oh, good yeah. guests over the years. How do you get new clients? How do you get some of these? Because you have got well, some big-time you, people you know, on your uh, roster. Uh, uh, it, 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 it boils down to word of mouth. In fact, just about a half hour ago, I got a call from a former client of mine, a lady named Patricia Rust, R-U-S-T. Yes. She's not rusting away. She's written some <laughs> new books. I haven't spoken like a true PR man. 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and she called me and she said, I got a new book out and it's aimed at children and uh, young parents. I want you to promote it. So it's actually word of mouth. That, that's what brings us Look new clients. Do, doing a good job. Putting people on shows like yours. Yes. And, and you doing such a good job. In fact, I, I just got an email from the guest you had on uh, not too long uh, about a, oh, yeah. an hour ago. Hansi yeah. uh, uh, Kaufman. And he was so pleased with the interview, and he said, you want him back and everything. So uh, this is what we all need. We all need encouragement. We all need uh, nice things said about us, hopefully. And we just got to keep (laughs) going. That's awesome. We've got Erwin Zucker with us today. Now, of course, uh, Erwin is the man. Uh, I have, like I said, I have talked to many uh, book PR people. I've talked to many, you know, radio PR people, and they just they just go on and on about Erwin and the fact that one, uh, he knows everybody, literally everybody, <laughs> and uh, if he doesn't know them, he has some way of getting a hold of them. <laughs> Well, you know, I I have represented over three thousand authors. I'm just amazed in my sixty plus years. I've been promoting books and authors for over sixty years, and before that, I was in the record industry. I graduated from the University of Michigan in 1948. Holy smokes! And I started getting into PR. So, so who, who are some of your favorite clients since you've you've represented over well, three thousand authors well, uh, and sixty plus years uh, of book PR guy? Well, uh, I I I have promoted a lot of famous clients, not because of me, it's because of the books they wrote and their personality. But uh, some of the famous clients I've worked with, uh, a lady named Helen Gurley Brown, who uh, unfortunately passed away a few years ago, yep. and. Um, I, I, I've worked with uh, Steve Allen, who unfortunately he passed away too. Yep. And uh, I, I've worked with a lot of. Uh, uh, one of my 
first authors was a gentleman named uh, Norman Vincent Peale. This is good. This goes way back. Yes. <laughs> One of my first clients. Yes. He wrote a book called The Power of Positive Thinking. <laughs> and, uh, wow. That's been a, a slogan of mine. And I've had uh, Jacqueline Suzanne. I've had Zsa Zsa Gabor. Yes. He was a... T- a terrific client of mine <laughs> and a very funny story to tell about her if we have some time. Oh, because, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. T- t- tell us, my friend. I, I, I got to well, know about Zaza. Uh, uh, everybody knows Zsa Gabor. Yes. She's pretty famous. She, she just passed away a couple of months ago. Yeah. And uh, the, the publisher, the book publisher, wanted us to promote a book of hers. Uh, uh, and I had never met Jaja Gabor, and I told my assistant, "Well, uh, we got to pick up Jaja Gabor and take her to a book signing." Uh, well, uh, I can't take her in my in my car. I had an old Chevrolet car. I was just starting out. I said, uh, "Let me call the publisher and see if we can uh, get an expense account to uh, uh, <laughs> get her a little get a, a good." A good car, a real, a real good car. Yes. So we went and 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 rented our car. Anyhow, we got to Shahjakabur's home, and uh, she was on time. She was all ready to go, and she said, "Okay, boys, let's go." So I went outside, and the car was not parked where we parked the car. The car was not there, and I looked around, and believe it or not, the car was tipped over a hill. It was it was hanging oh over God. a hill. Uh, evidently, uh, evidently, my assistant who was driving the car had the car in neutral. Oh my God! <laughs> and when we, and when we went into the house, the the car the car slipped back in neutral, hanging over a cliff. So we couldn't get the car, and Zsa Gabor said to us, boys, don't worry, boys, we can take our, my, my station wagon, my Ford station wagon, we, you, you could drive it, and we could go to the uh, book signing. So that's, that's what happened. That's awesome. <laughs> wow. Actually, we got the car towed away, and it was quite an experience, quite an experience that I'll never forget with Zsa Gabor. <laughs> and, but, Oh, my God. This is amazing. We've got Erwin Zucker with us today. He is fantastic. Uh, now, when did you fall in love with the printed word? Was it high school? I was born in 1927, and I went to a, a famous high school in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, it was called Boys High School. Boys High School. And I uh, graduated there in 1944 uh, as president of my class. But at high school, uh, I was on the uh, school newspaper. I was very intrigued uh, with the written word, and, uh, written word in high school. And I started as a, as a cub reporter and then became an editor and then editor-in-chief and managing editor of, of the high school newspaper. And from there, I, I went to um, NYU University for a while, and I wrote for the college paper there. And then I was drafted at the age of 18 in 1945. Wow. I had to serve in the Army. And after three weeks of basic training, they moved me to the uh, editor's office. 
of the uh, <laughs> weekly newspaper. I was at uh, Camp Lee, Virginia, near Richmond, Virginia, and I was putting out the, the, the newspaper once a week. Every Wednesday, I would go into town, and uh, being a one-man operation, so to speak, I, I put out the uh, Army newspaper, and that was good experience for me, very good experience. In fact, I had an expense account, which is unheard of. They were paying me $7 a day in expenses while I was still a private in the Army uh, and putting out the newspaper. They said, here's $7 a day, have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Now, don't forget, this was 1945. Well, I pocketed the $7 a day to save some money, and I went to eat at the Army bases uh, where they had uh, free food for anybody in the GI uniform. So that was my experience in the Army. After I got out of the Army, uh, I went to the University of Michigan uh, in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and that's where I got further experience in the world of journalism. I was wor- I, I worked as a sports reporter uh, on the Michigan Daily in Ann Arbor, and I got good experience there. And I graduated in 1948 at the age of 20. Uh, this was remarkable because uh, uh, at the age of 20, uh, I already had uh, army experience, and I was out of college. And I said, well, <laughs> I'm 20 years old right now. Uh, I'm going to do something. I'm going to travel to Europe uh, because I may not be able to do it in the years ahead. So anyhow, I went to Europe. Uh, I, was, I became a correspondent for a publication called Billboard Magazine. Wow. And that's where I got first further experience. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, then uh, after a, a couple of, mo- of months in Europe, uh, I decided to go back to the United States, and I got a job with a record company, a record company called Decca Records, uh, D-E-C-C-A, Decca Records. It was a very famous record company. It had Bing Crosby and Al Jolson and the Andrew Sisters, so many famous people, and I, I was getting $50 a week uh, in, in, in 1940. Or so with uh, this company called Decca Records. I thought I was going to become a millionaire. Wow, 50 bucks a week. <laughs> and anyhow, uh, I, I did pretty well with Decca Records, and then I went to another record company called MGM Records, and, um, and then I, uh, I finally decided to leave New York. This is around 1956. I decided to go to California. Uh, but before I went to California, I opened up my own public relations office. Uh, you know, <laughs> I didn't have much, but I opened up a public relations office promoting the authors, recording artists, or anybody who had a buck to spend. And uh, I had a crazy slogan at the time. Uh, it was sort of a negative slogan, but people liked it. Uh, I make unknowns out of the stars. You know, that was printed on my business card. Erwin uh, Zucker Public Relations, uh, we make unknowns out of the stars. Anyhow, that got a lot of attention, and I started getting clients. Uh, this was 1956, and then uh, I met my wife, Deborah Hill, in 1956. I got married in 1957, and I said, I better get serious about uh, making some money in this uh, business. And then I started to think about how do you make money in the in the in the uh, public relations business? Well, first you've got to make friends. You've got to make friends with people like you, 
people in the media, people who read books, uh, uh, people buy books. You've, you've got to be a people person. That's what it all boils down to. Loving people, you know, and working with people. And that's how you, you become ahead. And you just got to be well-liked. And when you do public relations, you can't make guarantees to people that you'll be on the biggest show or, or the next to the biggest show. You've got to do your very, very best. And then when I, I married Deborah Hill, uh, who was an author at the time, and then we had three daughters, <clears throat> and two of them have been on your show a yes. couple of times. Yes. Uh, Judy and Shari Zucker have written uh, health Double books, energy twins. And uh, they're doing very, very well, and they send regards to you. And uh, the, the, gr the great thing about working with the with the family members who become clients, they don't pay you, you know. You don't get rich working for your family because you can't charge uh, your, your, your children or your wife in any way. You've got to get paying clients. You've got to get clients to pay and uh, anyhow I, I, I went on and I got clients like the, the famous Steve Allen became a client uh, Burl Ives became a client Burl Ives is very famous oh, uh, yeah. Veronica Lake was an actress who was very famous uh, and I started getting clients people were recommending me and uh, I, I got so many clients. I had a I had an expression. There's a Zucker born every minute. And it, it, it helped me <laughs> in, awesome. a, in a way. Uh, so uh, we, we we got these clients. And uh, the trick in in uh, book publicity is to get on radio shows like this. Yes. Uh, get on radio. Get on TV. Uh, get with the print media uh, with the daily newspapers. Weekly newspapers, yes. monthly newspapers, uh, anywhere where you get a book publicized. But I started in the record industry and then segued into the uh, book industry. And in fact, when uh, Ronald Reagan uh, be, became governor of California, uh, I wrote a book. I wrote a couple of books about uh, Ronald Reagan. Uh, the, f the first book was called uh, Ron Ronnie Runs Wild. What, what I did we, we, uh, with another friend of mine, we, we, took, uh, we took scenes from his famous uh, Reagan movies, and we wrote the funny captions, what we thought were funny. <laughs> the book only sold for one dollar, and, and in those days, one dollar. The book was one dollar. It was a paperback, and um, then uh, I had we had another book that did, did so well. We we called it Rerun with Ronnie, Rerun <laughs> with Ronnie, and it, it's interesting. That book also sold for one dollar. And when when you go to the uh, internet and you look uh, under uh, Amazon.com, and the book sells for like thirty dollars right now. Yes. In fact, I don't even know if I have any copies of those two books. <laughs> the books uh, selling, so you you never know. You just do the best you can. And um, my wife uh, has written several books. Uh, she wrote a book about Hedy Lamar, the famous actress. I think she was on your show with it a couple of years ago. Yes, yes. And, um, you know, we just keep busy. And I think 
that's the formula for success. You've got to keep busy, and uh, along the way, oh, about forty, about forty-three years ago, I formed an organization in California called the Book Publicists of Southern California. Yes, yes. And I, I've been the guiding force behind this uh, organization called Book Publicists of Southern California. We have uh, meetings every other month. In fact, uh, the the other day we 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 had a terrific meeting on on December twelfth. Uh, it was sort of a uh, a couple of members made it a a non retirement party for Irwin Zucker for me. They called it <laughs> a, awesome. a non retirement party. I said I've never heard of a non retirement party. You know, uh, but I'll go along with it. I'm not going to retire. I- I'll keep working, and I- I've got some clients right now that I'm very proud of. In fact, you interviewed uh, one just a little while ago, yeah. about an hour ago, and I got a nice note from him. So uh, we-, we just keep going with our offers. We we try our very best. We don't promise miracles. We don't say just because you're going to be <laughs> no on the show, miracles. the book is going to go to number one. We don't know. We just try. We do our very best. But we have a lot of interesting clients. And um, I love the written word, as you, as you say, you know, how, how I got started. And um, we just keep going. Yeah, you, you're you doing uh, amazing, amazing work out there, Irwin. It, it is just well, absolutely... Uh, well, it, so nice. You know, I, I believe everybody has a book in them. Yes. I, I'm a great believer in that. Everybody, anybody listening to us right now as we're talking, there's a book in them, believe it or not. And I, I try to encourage people who don't even think they're authors, not yet, to keep thinking about writing a book. Take notes. In fact, I encourage people to keep a daily diary. Why? Because that diary information can be very helpful if and when you decide to write a book. So that that can help in a big, big way. So I, I encourage people. I, I think there's a book in everybody. Well, what if you write a book and it doesn't sell? Well, you know what my answer is? They make great Christmas presents. <laughs> if you write a, <laughs> That's if, awesome. That's if, you don't, if you don't write a book, if, if you write a book and it doesn't sell, and you're stuck with a couple of hundred copies, think of all your friends and relatives and everything, and, and, and especially at like this time of the year, send them a book, and, and they'll love it, you know, really do. So uh, anyhow, I, I'm very much involved in the book business. I, I, I keep going with it. Uh, I, I, as I say, I'm a people person. I, I like to deal with people like you. And uh, I like to encourage uh, people to keep reading, especially young people. We're, we're, we're big uh, boosters. My wife and I and our, our children are big boosters of literacy. In fact, yes. <laughs> I tell women, I get this, I tell women who are pregnant, read to your unborn child. You know, just sit really? there and read a book, read, read, a, read a, a children's book, especially. And so you get the, used to being a reader to children. Eventually, uh, that's how you get kids interested when they, they see a book. And I've heard a lot of... Uh, interesting stories about the upcoming Christmas, how many people uh, one of the first things they're going to give their kids for Christmas uh, is a book. 
Yes. It, it could be an old book. It could be any book. It could be a new book, an old book, and you give it to your, your kids. It may be their first book that they've ever had, you know. So that that I keep promoting books one way or another. Yes, I, I will have to say you you are the man, Irwin. I I, I love talking to you. I love having you on. Um, I, I guess before we let you go, uh, what advice do you have for folks in uh, 2019? Uh, well, I, I, I think uh, we all have a great future in the coming year. I think uh, the year 2019 could be the biggest and best year in the book business. Uh, I know a lot of bookstores are closing all over the country. In, a, in every major city, you hear about bookstores closing, but there are still bookstores opening. Believe it or not, there are new bookstores opening up. So I think we got to have a very positive approach on books, whether they're digital or, or, or the printed word or whatever. It just uh, I, I'm trying to encourage people to write books. Keep writing, but the book has got to be a little different. You just can't write an ordinary book. How does your book set itself apart from other books that are out. You've got to be different. You've got to be unique. You've got to be refreshing. And, and that's one of the, or two of the secrets of, of, of writing a book that will sell. You've got to be different. Got to be different. I, I, I will agree, my friend. I, I appreciate you making time for us today. And uh, I look forward to talking to you more in uh, 2019, my friend. I, I, I thank you for making time well, for us today. Well, th- th- thank you very much for being so kind to my many, many authors that I've stuck you with over the years. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I call, whenever I book uh, a guest with you, I, I say, well, I, I got another victim for you. you know? <laughs> I know, but I know. And I'm still with you that phrase a lot around other people. I'm like, I got another victim. <laughs> well, well, we, we encourage people, uh, authors to be entertaining on the air, to be articulate, to be informational. And, and they to, are. Wherever possible, add a little humor to the interview. And that keeps people tuned. You know? Yes. Uh, but that's the way it goes, and I, I can't thank you enough for everything you've done for me, for my, my clients. And when an author is good on your show, it makes me look good. It makes me look good that I, I, did, I didn't awesome. stick you with, a, with somebody that, that was a bomb. I gave you somebody who was well-educated <laughs> like and how to conduct a good interview. I love it. I love it. You know, sometime, and, and th- 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 this is just a... Uh, suggestion of mine um i think you and frank Catolo should do a show together because you guys are both from brooklyn i think you guys could have a blast (laughs) well i'll tell you i I, I think of i think of every day uh, trying to get people on his show and he has used some of my authors and they just rave about him oh Catolo's the man rave about him because he first of all he has a great background in show business in radio and Entertainment, and he knows how to conduct an interview, and he knows how to make things different. Yes. That's, that's one of the secrets of a bestseller. Why is your book different from all the others? And, and why should people buy your book? And another yes. secret that I have, 
it would be where authors are on radio shows. Don't yes. give away the whole plot of the book or the concept I, of the book. I totally Tease agree. the audience with enough of the book so they'll buy it. Yes. Well, Erwin, that, that's where we'll leave it. I appreciate you making time for us today. Erwin Zucker, the man, the myth, the legend himself, <laughs> the Erwin Award winner, the, 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 the book publicist, Southern California founder, Erwin Zucker. Right. Thank you, my friend. That's right. It was named after me, the Irwin Awards. Okay, thank you very much for your hospitality. Definitely. I will talk to you next week sometime, my friend. I hope so. I appreciate it. Thank you, Irwin. There goes Irwin Zucker on Skype Audio. It is uh, 91 years old. I can't believe that that Irwin is still making it happen. But we're going to take a quick break. Uh, Antoinette Kurtz is going to be joining us. You know, I always need to read these emails before I make the announcements, but we're just going to go with that. So, <laughs> take a break. Be back with you. Interchange Plus 0.42 and 0.08 cents. If our rate beats yours, go to LRL2.com to get out of the processing trap. Reap the benefits of next day funding instead of waiting for your money. Make a dollar or a million. You get the same rate. LRL2.com. Thirsty? If you're like most people, you want something a little more exciting than plain water. Unfortunately, soda and sparkling water can contain nasty sweeteners, food dye, caffeine, and loads of empty calories. Slice eliminates the need to worry because it's made of sparkling water naturally sweetened with only organic fruit juices. Slice is healthier and tastes way better than other sparkling waters on the market. Plus, it has 80% fewer calories than sugary sodas. It's a no-brainer. So keep your eyes peeled and get your taste buds ready. Slice will be launching soon, changing the way the world stays hydrated and refreshed. Get ready to drink a slice. Dan Perkins here for Songs and Stories for Soldiers with your veterans tip of the day. Songs and Stories is now four years old. During that time, we have opened relationships with over 110 hospitals, clinics, outpatient centers, warrior and transition units, vet centers, along with many private veterans assistance groups. We have given away over 16,000 MP3 players, helping vets deal with PTSD, sleep deprivation, and suicide prevention. We average 30,000 hits on our website, songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us, each month. As we approach the Christmas season, we have lots to be thankful for. If you find yourself wanting to make a donation to a worthy cause, consider helping vets by making a donation to a veteran service organization near you. You can also send us a donation to help your brothers and sisters by going to our website. Your tip of the day is to think about others in need at this time of year. Merry Christmas from all of us at Songs and Stories for Soldiers. Are you having trouble getting a merchant account? Maybe you need an international payment gateway. Or you just got rejected by another merchant account provider. No problem. iPayTotal wants your business. Our high-risk merchant accounts allow you to accept all major credit and debit cards. Our Moto payment gateway allows accepting transactions on the phone. iPayTotal delivers payment solutions and products to help grow your business. Contact us now for your payment processing at iPayTotal.com. iPayTotal, your online payments partner. 
If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. They can consolidate your debts, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. Call Consolidated Credit now. 800-404-0907. 800-404-0907. That's 800-404-0907. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated. 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM-19. Oregon DM-80031. Licensed by Virginia State Corporation Commission DC-32. Welcome back to our big broadcast. We are coast to coast, border to border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, The Mix on Tuesdays, of course, Sunday Radio Broadcast, and of course, JiggyJaguar.com. The app is available in both the app stores, iHeartRadio, 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. And uh, before we get to our next guest here on our big broadcast. Let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. We have a brand new Kickstarter campaign called The Great Heartbeat. It's a movie being created by executive producer Tremaine Johnson to spread love and unity through the art of movie making. They have 27 days to get this movie funded or they'll get nothing. Go to Kickstarter, type in the Great Heartbeat, and make a pledge today. The Great Heartbeat is about a human journey to build a connection with people through a love movement called the Unconditional Love Conference and Tour. Go now to Kickstarter. Make a pledge today. The movie is called The Great Heartbeat. Thank you for giving him a donation today. Now let's get into it. We have got a... Uh, of course, originally, Antoinette Kurtz, uh, the book developer, publicist, media coach, author, publishing expert, founder of the La Jolla Writers Conference, is back this week. But she's sick. I guess it's her turn. I was sick last week. and So uh, Richard is here to pinch hit with an interesting writer's tip and a story about a well-known Hollywood writer from times past. And... Uh, I was mentioning to uh, the great Erwin Zucker earlier, uh, Richard, uh, uh, just about how people such as yourself and others, have, anytime I bring his name up, they just marvel at the fact that he's still doing this thing. Uh, he was telling me all sorts of stories. He was telling me a story about, I guess, when he was a, a, a young uh, PR guy, He uh, one of his clients was Zsa Zsa Gabor. <laughs> If you can believe that name, and uh, yes. him, him, and a him and a uh, a friend of his, I guess they, uh, they 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 didn't want to pick her up in their cars because that come on, it's it, it's Zaja, so they uh, they went ahead and and rented a car, and they went and picked her up, and apparently the assistant must have just put the car in neutral instead of park. And they were <laughs> they went outside with Jaja, and they're like, "Where's the car?" <laughs> Come to find out, it had slid down this hill, and it was hanging <laughs> half of it was hanging off the side of the road. And so they had to call a tow guy to come get the to get the uh, get the vehicle, and they were they were just embarrassed. And Jaja's like, "Oh, forget it!" And I can't do her accent, but but she, in her accent, she said, "Forget it. We'll just take my station wagon." <laughs> it's stories it like that, baby. Act. 
I have, I've heard that she was a very down-to-earth person. Yes, she just, yes. Uh, she just put on the airs for her act. Yes. <laughs> got, got, got to sell them gimmicks, as they say in the world of professional wrestling. Got to sell them gimmicks. That's it. <laughs> so, so Richard, what, 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 is the, what is this week's tip for writers? Since we're uh, kind of in a writing mood here. We were talking to Irwin, now we're talking to you. Uh, give us some tips it. here. This is a very short but essential tip. Follow your imagination and follow your dream and don't make excuses. Wow. Um, because the person I'm going to talk about was highly dyslexic to the extent that uh, much of the time he had to finish his, uh, his writing uh, uh, orally and have someone else write it down for him because he was that dyslexic even after college. Holy smokes. And, uh, and, and I've known this about a couple of highly successful writers, um, uh, Victor Villasenor being one of them, and he was he was so dys- dyslexic in school that they thought he was just plain dumb. Wow. And he was never going to get through school. But that was, you know, a long time ago, and Victor was, of course, Hispanic in Southern California, so, you know, he, he had those issues to deal with. Yes. But that's not, that's not the writer I'm talking about today. The writer I'm talking about today is someone whose work just about everyone's going to recognize. Uh, And I mentioned not always following your imagination because his imagination took him all the way to maybe three-quarters of a billion dollars worth of success. Um, And all of his work was entertaining. And in addition to that, he was a really good guy. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to start the story sort of near the end, and I want you to imagine sitting at a dinner table with this guy and him talking, you know, like two guys would be talking about the difference between, you know, the handling of their Camaro and their Mustang. Yes. This guy was talking about the difference in the landing problems with his G4 and his Learjet. I mean, <laughs> wow. just... In just the same way you and I would be talking about cars or, you know, your your favorite bike or a pair of rollerblades. Yes. That's what his conversation was. And at one point in time in that conversation, he turned around to us and said, you guys should use my yacht in the med for a week. Just take it for a week. All you got to do just is cover the, uh, the, <laughs> the crew and the fuel. Yes. And and I'm sitting there thinking, oh, I can't wait. He said, it can't cost you more than maybe 150 for the week. So that's 150000 for the crew and the fuel to use a free yacht in the Mediterranean. Now, not everybody has that issue. <laughs> I, I know for a fact that you don't have a yacht because they don't have anything big enough for a yacht there in Kansas. Well, there but, is that. And that's, <laughs> yes, that's the only reason. But, <laughs> but, uh, but this person was so generous, and if he had a fault... It was that he didn't realize everyone else was as successful as he was. But he was just so earthy about it. And I'm talking about the late, great Stephen J. Cannell. And if you don't remember who he was, start thinking the A-team, one Adam Twelve. Oh, he was on uh, the Rockford File. Renegade. 42 (laughs) TV shows. Yes, Stephen J. Cannell, baby. And, and and from the bottom up, he built his career as a writer um, uh, all the way from 600 a week all the way up to 
$400,000 a year, and then he went and started his own company, and then he created all these all these exceptionally entertaining, you know, none of it was Shakespeare, but exceptionally entertaining. <laughs> yeah, Renegade uh, was not uh, Shakespeare. <laughs> and, 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 my, and my favorite story about him was at the conference when I was trying to get him out of the room after he did his keynote speech, and he was also teaching classes. And just a delightful man to work with, and I'm trying to scoop him away from the crowd that is, is wrapping around him <laughs> in the, you know, you have someplace you have to be trick. Yes. Um, and he turned around to me and said... <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and, yeah, and he turned around to me and said, I'm here for all of these writers. I will be wherever they need me to be all weekend long. Wow. And that was the kind of guy he is. And uh, unfortunately, that was 2009. Yep. And I had the privilege of introducing him to David Morell, who is uh, the father of Rambo. He wrote First Blood. Yes. Uh, and there's another story about that for another time. But I had the privilege of introducing the two of them. And, uh, and I'm, they were going to collaborate on something. And unfortunately, uh, uh, Cannell died a year later yeah but this is a terrific guy who always kept his eye on his imagination he collaborated with people um I, I'm, I'm sure he had conflicts in his work from time to time oh yeah he does uh i i mean he was i think he was fired once in 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 79 and he ended <laughs> up hiring back the, and he and he hired back the man who fired him that's fantastic <laughs> You know, it's one of those things, and uh, amazing. And he was, he was just such an exceptional, influential, enjoyable talent. And so, the tip to the writer is: keep your imagination out there. Yes. Don't stop. Don't make excuses. Son of a bitch. That is fantastic. We have got Richard Kurtz with us today. He is a pitch hitting for uh, Antoinette Kurtz, the book developer, publicist, media coach, and author, and of course, uh, founder of the La Jolla Writers Conference. And uh, Richard, um, the book of the week, Killing the Rising Sun by Bill O'Reilly and uh, Martin Dugard. Uh, talk to us about this because the, the, this killing series, when when this first started, it, it I I had thought you know a lot of people such as myself had made the joke, okay yeah, he's killing this guy, and then all of a sudden he it was a a home run, and then he was killing this guy, and then he was killing these people, and now he's just killing everybody, and literally and figuratively. He is just, and and this is the the pun is intended. He is killing it with this book, as the teens would say on the internet. Um, right. Talk to me about killing the rising sun because it's a heck of a read. Well, it is. I, I haven't read his whole series. I've read two or three of them, and I read this one, and this one haunts me. <laughs> um, if you can, if you can get get past the title, this is a written like a novel historical treatise of the relationship of, of, of the Japanese Empire and the rest of the world, particularly the United States, from well before we entered the war until, um, until after the bomb was dropped. Uh, and it deals with all the interaction of the personalities, everybody from MacArthur to the different heroes that were that were in the Philippines at the time, 
and all the way to the occupation of Japan, and it never feels like you're reading a history book. It feels like you're reading a novel. It's very well written. It's very factually sourced, and it gives you a sense of both the horror and the heroism and the necessity and the difficulty of decisions that were made. Yes. Um, to do things. It was just a terrific book. I don't get to read as nearly as much as I'd like to, and I cannot over-recommend this book. Um, uh, afterwards, for a while, I wanted to get rid of my Japanese truck, <laughs> but I, I got over that. Uh, <laughs> it, it, does, it does leave you with a, with, a, with a wealth of anger, but the lesson, the lesson in there, and the lesson far, far goes past the... Uh, the mistakes and the horrible things that Japan did, uh, but uh, is is that the biggest problem we have among human beings is presumed superiority. You've heard me mention this before. Yes, yes. And, and the Japanese people in that era presumed and were continuously told that they were superior to everybody else on the planet. And well, it was their it was their place to be. Um, in charge of everything, and and if this doesn't sound like the uh, like the master race coming from the Third Reich, it should because again, there's a presumed superiority that enabled that level of horrific nationalism and imperialism. That uh, you had these these two forces converging uh, on the rest of the world, and it was it was a gruesome it was a gruesome time. Yes, but this was a uh, a gruesome story, well told in such a way that uh, somebody who doesn't want to see the gruesome picture can can get through this book and be very very entertained and, and educated at the same time. Well, it so is that's a that's uh... my pitch for Bill O'Reilly because I know he needs the money. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Rich, I appreciate you making time for us today. I will uh, talk to Antoinette. Uh, I guess I'll talk to her the, the way that the schedule works. I guess I'll talk to her in 2019. But uh, I will talk to you hopefully Thursday. <laughs> like it or not. Yes. <laughs> I'll talk to you then, my friend. You take care. Appreciate it. There goes Richard Kurtz from Strategies PR. Uh, I just realized something. Uh, we are out of time.